From the Thai Cats Audio Network, this is Thai Cats Today with Braden Neville. On today's show, Coach O speaks about shutting down Chad Kelly and the Argos defense that's been so good this season. Simone Lawrence has played in a few Labor Day classics in his day and has some advice for the newbies to the game. Chris Edwards is on the other side of the QEW for this year's game and talks about playing against the double blue again. And my pal, Louis B, joins me to talk about, you guessed it, the Labor Day Classic. It's Friday, September 1st, 2023, and you're listening to Ticats Today. Just like that, summer has come to sort of a close. The weather is still going to be nice for a while, but August has come to an end, and we're on to September football. And the best way to start September is with a little Labor Day weekend action. We got some games that are just going to be interesting to see and some longtime rivalry games. Kicking things off will be the Owls and BC. It'll be an interesting one. The Owls sit right above the Ticats. The Ticats just beat BC. The Owls have beaten the Ticats, so... It'll be interesting to see where these two teams match up. Sunday, we got Winnipeg-Saskatchewan. It's just a legendary rivalry game. It's always a fun one, and those crowds are crazy for those games. The Battle of Alberta will be Monday night between Trey Ford and the Surging Elks and the Stamps. But before that, it's Ticats-Argos, Tim Hortons Field. The Cats are eight-point underdogs, but they showed last week that really means nothing. They were at 10.5, I believe, last week, but this Argos team is no joke. They're first in the East. Chad Kelly is fresh off a big extension in his first season as a starter, and I asked Coach O what this team needs to do to contain the CFL's new million-dollar man. Yeah, obviously, you know, we'll have a plan in place. Um, they, uh, you know, they do a good job of, I really feel like uh, Ryan's done a great job of giving them stuff that, that he can handle. You know, obviously they're not afraid to throw it down the field, but they're also showing a willingness to take what a defense will give them. Uh, you couple that with, you know, you know, the back in the backfield. I mean, he does a tremendous job. You know, you look at the tape and he really doesn't go down with the first tackler. So I guess what I'm saying here is they're a balanced attack. And so, you know, at the same time, we're gonna have to be balanced. So we're gonna have to be good tacklers, find a way to keep them off the scoreboard. Uh, hold him to field goals when we can and, you know, take the ball away. And Taylor Powell, have you noticed him become more poised with the ball? He seems like he's making smarter decisions out there game by game. Well, what, what Taylor has lacked, you, you can't give him, and that's experience. And the only way to gain experience is to play. So uh, he's made some, some huge strides there. I think, again, we've benefited from running the ball a little bit. He benefited from his experience and being able to make some better decisions. And, you know, a couple times it may have cost us in the sack column, but at that point it's when you got to play the field position game. So not looking at those as poor decisions at all. Um, but, again, as he gains more experience, you'll expect more. These games, there's always more hype to them, but when you're playing at Tim Hortons Field on these Labor Day Classic games, does that crowd just sound louder? Labor Day tends to sound a little bit louder. I think our fans are tremendous. They do a great job. I feel like they're loud all the time. Uh, Labor Day is something that, you know, they're, they're even loud in warm-ups, right? But you, Labor Day is just a special thing. I say it all, every year. It's something you need to experience. You know, it's hard to put into words. Yeah, you can say there's a lot of people. It's Labor Day classic and, and all those things. But you got to feel it. you got to come out and witness it. A win over Toronto, do you feel that would really make a tremendous statement here in the East? And, and yeah, it'd make a statement, you know, we, we would have five wins. And that's all we can control. You can't get six until you get five. So... Uh, obviously, it's an Eastern Division game, and so w- I would be echoing the same sentiment uh, with any Eastern Division opponent at this point. Uh, but 
again, we're, we're just after our fifth win as soon as we can get it. That was Coach O following today's very sunny practice in Hamilton. Simone Lawrence is no stranger to these games. He's played in a ton of Labor Day Classics over his time in Hamilton. And the longest-serving Ticats spoke about what makes these games so different. The fans, um, they come out They come out and they treat the city like the way it, the city should be represented. And, you know, it's just the ultimate rivalry game, Hamilton versus Toronto. A lot of businesses. I'm sure the mayors get a little bed in. You know, we're just representing the city. And um, it's one of those games where everybody gets to get together in Hamilton. And I think that's what everybody really appreciates. You see the whole city out just supporting everybody, supporting the Hamilton Tiger Cats. And I think that's what the Tiger Cats and Labor Day does the best. We bring the whole city together. Does it almost feel like a playoff or as close as you can get to a playoff environment? Uh, yeah, for sure. Like, Labor Day in Hamilton is a playoff football game. Now, so those guys who haven't experienced this game before, those players, maybe the rookies or, or people who haven't been involved in this game, what, what message would you give to them leading up to this battle of the QEW? Just buckle your chin scrap. You know, like you try to you, you look at the football and like if you play Division One football, our Toronto was Iowa and Wisconsin. It's a rivalry game. And it's one of those games where like you're going to be in the ice tub after. Regardless of the outcome of the game, just make sure somebody in the ice tub. This Toronto offense has been pretty good this season. What do you guys need to do to get them off their game here? You know, Toronto offense look really good, um, but they're getting a lot of, lot of free plays too. So we got to do a really good job just being assignment sound and not letting them get free plays up the field. They're moving the ball well. They're running the ball well. We just got to be in position and, and tackle. You know, they got a good running back, good quarterback, good group of receivers. But at the end of the day, that don't really mean nothing. We still got to play football. That was Simone Lawrence, a man who has been used to playing on the other side of these battles over the years is Chris Edwards. But... He's now playing for the black and gold in this one. He's ready to go. He's excited. And he spoke about playing against the former team this Monday. You know, it definitely uh, has some tradition behind it, has some history behind it. And you feel it when you're playing in the games. You know, it's, it's very intense. The crowd is into it. The other team, obviously, is trying to play hard, too. So that's what makes it intense. A lot of trash talking, just a lot of going hard. So, you know, I feel like we go out there, we go hard. We The crowd on our side, we should get the W. And I know your thoughts are completely with the Ticats, but playing against a former team, sometimes, you know, it can make things a little bit more of a little extra buzz for yourself. Right, definitely. That, that, that does turn me up, you know, playing against my old team. You know, uh, I like competing anywhere against any team, but being with those guys every day, winning a championship over there, it, it, it's fun to compete against a team like that. So, you know, but I'm a Ticat now, so I'm looking to come out on top with Hamilton. And you've seen these crowds at these games and how rowdy the fans get. Just what's that environment like playing in front of these fans? Oh, it's just crazy, man. It's electric. Like, I'd never seen nothing like that before, before I came here. You know, Hamilton got some of the most turnt fans in the league, you know. So it's definitely electric, and it, and it, and it helps the, the home team out a lot, definitely. One thing that you've done all season is you've been able to make a, an electric interception or, or a game-changing play. You've, you've had a, a several games that have really helped benefit a win. What do you need to do to be like that against this Chad Kelly run offense and, and maybe take him off his game a bit and make some big plays here? I just feel like I need to lock in. You know, same with the teammates. You know, it's 12 guys out there. I feel like if we all lock in, we all had a chance to make plays. It's a lot of plays out there to be made because Toronto, they spread the ball around. Obviously, they got a lot of faith in their quarterback, so he puts it in the air. So, you know, it's a lot of plays to be made, whether it's in the getting sacks, 
getting fumbles or getting interceptions. So I feel like that it's going to be done. When you're not playing the game, what are you doing, Chris? What are you doing, say, just on your downtime? Right, well, uh, my son just turned two, so I'm okay. still kind of considering myself a new father. And I have a daughter on the way. So oh, congratulations. I really, yeah, appreciate it. So I really just like to chill with my family. You know what I'm saying? I might go to the park with my son. Other than that, I might go play basketball. Okay. You know, my downtime, play a little Madden or MLB. And that's pretty would, much it. Would you say basketball was your second sport when you were coming um, up? Yeah, it was, but I used to always get injured. Okay. I hurt my ankle <laughs> on the hardwood. So I just stuck to football and a little bit of track and field after that. You say you, you hang out with – you have a daughter on the way. Mm-hmm. And you have a two-year-old son. Having Does he ever get to come out to watch any games? Yeah, he's he been to a couple games this year. He even been in the locker room. Okay. You know, with, in the, with Drew in the equipment room. Had a good time, so it was real nice. And what's his thoughts on – I know he's still very young, but what's his thoughts on football and seeing his oh, dad out on the field? Man, he loved it. He know how to say Hamilton football. He loved coming up here, visiting me, coming to games. And when he came up here, he was just – Free with the teammates. He walking up, shaking everybody's hands, yeah. the coaches, like he'd been here before. Yeah. So it, it was nice to see. <laughs> and is, do you want him to maybe one day follow in your footsteps, play oh, some yeah, football? Definitely. I, I want him to be better than his daddy, but yeah. definitely I want him to follow in my footsteps. Maybe the potential for, for Coach Chris, for, for his youth team, maybe one day. But any Netflix shows, any any movies you're, you're on right now? Um, I just finished watching this Netflix show called The Pharmacist. It was like a documentary. Okay, yeah, yeah, I saw so, you know, it. I'm, I'm really into documentaries and stuff like yeah. that. So, yeah. Before we go here... For the fans who are coming to watch this game, for everyone who's going to tune in or be here at Tim Hortons Field, what do you have to say to them leading up to this game? Um, just come with energy. You know, fans, everybody who's in support of the Ticats, just come with energy because we're going to fill out on the field. We're going to need it on the field. And you're going to see a, a group of guys that's playing hard, ready to win when you come out on Monday. That was Chris Edwards. Joining me now is Louie B. Louie. It's a great time of year to be a Ticats fan or a fan of the CFL for that matter. How jacked up are you for this game? <laughs> um, okay, so I'm not so I'm not working for the first Labor Day Classic. That's amazing. At Tim Hortons Field, um, you know, we were talking about this uh, a couple of weeks ago. Last time we were down there, um, Kyle Mello and I were there in the press box, and our First day at TSN eleven fifty RIP RIP uh, was was the Labor Day Classic twenty fifteen, which was I I believe you can double check this, but I believe that was the first game played at Tim Hortons Field, like fully open. Yeah, that's when they they so, opened up on Labor Day, right? Yeah, yeah. So twenty fifteen Labor Day. Yeah, you know, I think I still have the lanyard from that game. Um, <laughs> Labor Day is something different, man. Like, and it's so cliche. And you're going to hear it, and you have heard it all week about how you know it's not just another game on the schedule as much as it is another game on the schedule. I don't mind another cliche um, here and there. <laughs> right? Uh, I mean, you, you get enough of them with Coach. You shouldn't have to get them with me. <laughs> um, you know, we, we stand on the shoulders of, uh, of those before us, uh, Labor Day, and that's what that's all about. But it really is celebrating – you know, just everything that makes Hamilton unique, mm-hmm. um, you know, from, you know, Milty's really good at talking about this, about Hamilton as a union city, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the steel workers union is such a huge part, um, you know, the Unistation, the, uh, it really everything about this city gets to be celebrated on Labor Day. And that includes the Ticats and the Toronto Argonauts. Um, and the Tigers have had a lot of success on Labor Day against the Argonauts in recent years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, present, most recent history uh, excluded, but um, it's it, it really is a different animal. I, I love the 
the kickoff time, the afternoon Amazing. kickoff time. Amazing. I know they I know they've tried it a couple of times in the uh you know the the later kickoffs. Yep. Uh, again, you go back to like a seven o'clock kickoff with a three hour rain delay a few seasons ago. But it, it really is gonna be great. Uh weather's gonna be great and you know the I think the fans are gonna do their part. Game ops are gonna do their part to make sure that you know Dwayne Gretzky for the pre and the halftime. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know, gates, gates opening uh, extra half hour early to make sure everybody can get inside. Like I know everybody's going to do their part. Now it's just going to be up to the Ticats to show up. And that's, I mean, that, I think that's the biggest question mark right now going into Monday. No, absolutely. And and you mentioned the the time of this game. I think it's perfect because, you know, the Ticats fans like to start early. You don't want them having to wait all day. So it kind of works <laughs> out perfectly. How different is this Ticats crowd? It's almost like a playoff atmosphere at these games though. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know what? Um, the weather is going to be perfect, and that's such a huge part of the atmosphere. You know, I go back to yeah. the last home game that Thursday, uh, <laughs> the, the rainstorm. You know, that was a great crowd. Um, but, yeah. you know, I think rain scared some people away. This is going to be, you know, it, it is going to be like a playoff game. And, and for, you know, there wasn't a home playoff game last year for the Ticats having to go into Montreal to start the playoffs. So, I mean, this, this is probably the biggest game the Ticats have played. For sure. I would say in at least two seasons. Yeah, it's it's the Argos. The Argos are going to be all sort of pumped up, being eight and one. Uh, I've been told that they're bringing the Harold Ballard Trophy with oh, them. Oh, wow. You know, in, in case they win, they could clinch Ugh. it again. Uh, so I've been told that they're bringing the trophy with them with their expectation that they're going to win this. I thought that was a little presumptuous. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, there's still a game left after this, but uh, I mean, the crowd is, is, is obviously amped up. Uh, It's going to be a beautiful day. And, and it just goes back to celebrating what makes this community unique. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I go back these eight years that I've spent working in Hamilton and, and living in Hamilton. It's, there's one thing that everybody talks about, you know, if the Ticats are good and bad, they're talking about that, but they have Labor Day circled on their calendar for a reason. Um, if you only go to one game a year, a lot of people make this the game that they go to. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think it's going to come down to the, the team showing up and giving the fans a reason to a stay involved in the game uh, by making big plays and getting them off their feet. And that can come on offense, that can come on defense, that can come on special teams. But yep. I think the team's going to have to give the reason for the fans to stay in the game. And they'll want to send them home happy, right? It, it, you know, a lot of people are, are starting school. A lot of people look at that Tuesday as sort of a fresh start. Yep. And the tie catch should be no different. This is an opportunity to, to start fresh. Again, a cliche that we've heard a million times over. The season doesn't really start until Labor Day. Mm-hmm. And look what a win would do for this team. It would put them at, at five and six. It would put them right there with Montreal and give fans a reason to want to be involved with this team day in and day out going forward. I, I think a, a loss is going to change the narrative a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, four and seven doesn't sound as good. No, not at all. But 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 a five and six football team heading into the fall, uh, you know, pieces are coming together. Guys are getting healthier. I think that's you know, guys are getting more familiar with the way Scott Milanovic calls offense. Um, I think this is this is a huge game on and off the field, obviously, but this this is a big one for sure. And I think. A win here. You come off a win last week in BC. You get a win here against the Argos, Lou. I think the rest of the league is going to look at this Ticats team a whole lot differently. 
Absolutely. And it wasn't just a win. It was a yeah, week, dominant right? win. It was a, it was a convincing win. Absolutely. It was a it was a win that was never really in doubt. And they figured out a way to score, mm-hmm. um, which is something they haven't been able to do. The Ticats, I believe, went into last week's game in BC as 10.5-point underdogs. Huge, they ended yep. up winning the game by 17. I believe they're maybe 8-point underdogs heading into uh, Monday as of right now. But um, that means nothing to the guys. That's just kind of one way that, that we analyze you know, yeah. how, how people feel about them. I, I think this game's going to be tight. I think it's going to be chippy. I think the Argonauts and you know Ryan Dinwiddie are going to do everything they can to get under the skin of the Tiger Cats. Um, and the Tiger Cats are going to have to be disciplined. And that's mm-hmm. the one thing I think that's hurt them a lot this year is their their lack of discipline at times. Uh, this is a big test for that. This is an Argos team that's first place. They have a quarterback who's got a lot of swagger, who's now the highest paid player in the Canadian Football yep, League. Yep. He's going to want to come in and want to prove something. Big contract. So, right? So you're going to have to play hard, but you're going to have to play within the rules. And that's the big part that sometimes the Ticats have had trouble with this season. And they cannot afford a single penalty. The Argos are too mm-hmm. good for them to be giving up free yards. Um, they're going to have to make them fight for everything. So they're going to have to play between the whistles, but they're going to have to play physical. They're going to have to play tough. Uh, and they're going to have to use the energy of the crowd to, to you know make big plays, offense, defense, special teams. to Because that's that's what worked for the Ticats last week. It was literally all three phases of the all game. Three, they were yeah. the better team. Um, and they're going to have to do it again against a, a very good Argos team. That's yeah. <laughs> eight and one. They're not, they're not, they're the defending Grey Cup champions. They're eight and one. They're, you know, they're well coached. They're a lot of returnees from last season. They're very businesslike. Uh, Tie Cats can't let the moment get too big for them, but there's a lot of guys. Like, not that I think that's a fear because, you know, I watched the video of Dylan Wynn, you know, pumping up the fans on, on Twitter or X this yep. week. Um, uh, again, great job from uh, from the creative team there. And, they're wild. And, you know, they do so well. Yeah. The creative team. We, so, we don't give them enough so shout outs, but they're, they're never, incredible. never shout out, shout out, creative, uh, Ticats <laughs> TV. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, like they, these guys know what it means. Like, there's a lot of history in this room. It's not, you know, it, it's not a history lesson this week by any of means, but it's it's brought up. It's it's mentioned. You know how significant this game is. Um, you know, in terms of the standings, but also just it being Labor Day. Uh, alumni are going to come through, uh, like Eric Harris. Shout out. Eric I'm really Harris. excited to see Eric Harris. Huge, huge. Uh, I've covered him the last few years. Really excited to see him uh, down there at Tim Hortons Field on Monday. But, yeah, it's a big one, man. It's a big one. I'm excited for you to get to experience a, a Labor Day Classic. Because yes, uh, yes. you've, you've been to some games, but you've, you've never been to a game like this. So it should be a lot of fun on Monday. First Labor Day Classic, and everyone's just been pumping me up so much, whether it be you or Matthew Shinetti or anyone I've talked to about being here at Tim Hortons Field and being around the stadium and, and seeing the people come together, the the Cats fans and the Argos fans, just the buzz in the air. I know we we beat it to death about how much this game means, but but it really is a huge staple point in the city. Lou, I think the Cats game plan last week was excellent on offense. I want to get a little bit into what they should be doing here against the Argos. James Butler, I mean, the guy's been unstoppable this season, especially the last few games, just 
Is that kind of the guy you want to see this offense run through him? And of course, Taylor Powell, but it starts with JB. Speed JB, man. That, Speed JB, that is exactly. it. You know, uh, there's, a, there's a couple of JBs. Um, obviously, James Butler being one of them, but uh, I, I, Coach yep. Baines, too. I mean, he's somebody I'm going to be watching this week in terms of how this offense works. You know, he, he's somebody who's yep. been there. He's kind of that middleman with Scott Milanovic. And, you know, I'd love to see how, you know, he's got experience as a running backs coach. Um, I believe mm-hmm. he's working with the receivers this year. Uh, you're going to have to double check me on that one, too. But yep. um, I think you're right. And I'd love to see a guy like Tim White have a, have a real breakout game. You know, I think, I yes. think. Him and Taylor Powell don't they? I don't want to say they don't mesh well because that's not the right way of putting it. But maybe Taylor Powell's I don't want to say weakness right now, but he really can't air out that ball the what the way that Tim Tim White loves to yeah, run the, and the go get it. Yeah, and, right. And yep. I think yep. I don't know if it's it's probably not frustrating to Tim, but it, I, I would love to see him get involved. This is a guy who's a thousand yard CFL receiver. He's uh, an all-star mm-hmm. and he's just been one of those names that you haven't really seen week in and week out so I'd love to see them find a way to get him involved in the offense but yeah I mean you just got to feed JB you know he was motivated yeah. last week he can say whatever he wants about uh you know going into Vancouver and the game just being another game but he he was fired up absolutely and I think he's gonna be fired up in this one too and and it's been of a course. long time since the Tigers have had a a consistent threat to go 100 yards every single game, and, and that's no no disrespect yep. to the guys who have been here in recent years, including Sean Thomas Arrington, who who is very capable of going breaking off a 100-yard game. But to, to kind of have an idea that you have a guy who can go in and get 100 yards a game, like feed JB, give him the rock, and then, yeah, let's see Taylor Powell build those chemistry. This was an interesting week, obviously, coming off the win. It's a short week heading yep. into Friday, right? You got to play. Weird, weird turnaround. Yeah, you yeah. get one practice. So I think I would really like to see Taylor Powell continue to build that chemistry with his receivers. He's a young guy. He didn't get a lot of first team reps. He got no first team reps until they absolutely needed him to take them. So that yeah. that's such a huge part threw of threw a practice. bomb yeah. his first throw. Yeah, right? exactly, exactly. So I'd I'd love to see you know um, Powell continue to build that chemistry with his uh, receivers. But yeah, it's going to come down to how JB uh, can can stay on his feet and and you know turn four yard carries into six, eight, ten yard carries. Offensive coordinator Louis B would be throwing a Hail Mary first play of the game against the Argos. That's the play call he wants to see. Flea Lou, flicker. you're going to be he- – <laughs> yeah, a nice flea flicker just to get the game kicked off, fire up the fans a bit. Louis, you're going to be here at the stadium on Labor Day. What do you have to say to fans coming out to the game and, and just people watching at home about this one before we go? Well, if you're watching it at home, I don't know what you're doing. You should be there. If you are in <laughs> Hamilton uh, and you can find a way to get Limited to the game, tickets. I know, but just grab them up while you can. It's going to be – sun's going to be shining. I'm not going to be there in an official capacity, which is, like I said, going to be a lot of fun for me who uh, who doesn't get to go to games uh, non-working or isn't working. So it uh, should be a lot of fun down there at Tim Hortons Field. Um, I'll probably stop by the press box, say hi to you uh, troublemakers up there. You know, maybe grab some popcorn, some water, uh, just to stay hydrated. But uh, – now, looking forward to a beautiful day, uh, you know, really saying goodbye to the summer in in the best way possible, and uh, hopefully that's what the Ticats win. Big thanks to Louie B., Chris Edwards, Simone Lawrence, and Coach O for being on the show today. The Labor Day Classic is going to be the biggest party in Hamilton this weekend, and if you don't have your tickets yet, 
You need to get them now. They're selling out quick. They're going to be gone very, very soon. If you want tickets, go to tycats.ca slash tickets and get your tickets. Join the party. It's going to be a great game. It's going to be tons of fun, and it's just going to be that classic Argos Ticats rivalry we're used to seeing over the years. That's all the time for me today. I want to thank you for listening to Ticats today. Today.